Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Ascended Radio, and I am your grateful host, Jessica Spencer. Thank you so much for tuning into the show today. I took a little bit of a hiatus, and I'm actually kind of you know, following that route right now as far as going along with whatever feels natural. So um, I've been doing the show for over three years now, and so I'm kind of going to set up shows. I'm going to try and stay consistent, but it will kind of be as I kind of feel um, to do it. Um, I really don't like to be, to have any sort of orchestration. I like to be very natural with it. And I like to always express what I'm going through because I am committed to this path of waking up. So um, until that path of expression changes, I'll be doing the show and I'll also be doing a lot of other things as well that I will share with you as they come up. So again, you're listening to Ascended Radio. The call-in number, as always, is 347-996-3263. So the title for today's show is Conscious Choosing or Conscious Choice. And again, if this is your first time listening to the show, I'm going to kind of lay out why it is I do this show and how it all comes about, which is that, you know, I was always a spiritual person, I guess you could say, or or inquisitive about, you know, who I was, you know, what I'm comprised of, what is God, is God, um, is there such thing as God, you know, how does it relate to us, how does it relate how do we relate to one another? How can we apply tools to our lives? And so I've always been inquisitive. I don't feel like I was ever fully asleep as a child. I, I, I feel like I stopped that process at a certain point when you, know, you can kind of feel uh, my transition into what was supposed to be maybe teenagehood or adulthood. Um, I remember thinking I like staying childlike and, and really making a conscious choice um, to stay in a childlike state. Um, I'm very silly in my ordinary life. I'm, I'm, I'm very lighthearted. Don't take myself too seriously. I'm always making people laugh, making myself laugh. Um, and so I remember just making that choice that I want to stay in this state of inquisitiveness and I want to stay in wonderment. And I don't want to feel like, you know, I, I have to know it all or that I do know it all. I don't. And uh, I want to stay in that state. And so that's where I started kind of accepting that this is, is who I was, that I didn't have to choose a religion. Um, you know, it's almost like you, you're you a child and you kind of look around and you're like, whoa, all these people are choosing all, a lot of these different boxes or identities. I guess I have to choose one. And, and just wanting to fit into this world. And, and I remember feeling almost guilty that I didn't really, I wasn't raised in a religion. I believed in God. My parents believed in God in prayer and, um, you know, saying your, your prayers before you go to sleep. And we always you know, um, I guess spoke from the Bible when it was, you know, Christmas or something like that. But my dad always had this really deep spiritual side to himself, and he always shared it with me especially. Um, And I had very intense dreams, and my dad and I shared that, and so he always allowed me that space to grow into myself and to ask questions, and he would, 
you know, address them as he saw fit and, and as it related to the wisdom that he had, you know, it wasn't anybody trying to force anything onto me. And at first it was something that, again, I felt like, uh, I'm not really fitting in here. But there was also this sense of wonderment and this, this difference within me that I always felt. And as you're a kid, you know, when you're a kid, you feel like, well, we're supposed to fit in with everybody. But this is kind of exciting, too, that I have this other kind of world within myself that I get to go to that doesn't necessarily fit what everybody else is talking about. And uh, and that stayed with me. You know, it never left and luckily, you know, thank God for, you know, my parents that allowed me to be able to explore for myself. They didn't force anything on me, and I think that's so important and, you know, and really releasing. And that that's actually really a part of this conscious choosing as well because, you know, I know for parents it's hard, you know, at times because you're, you're trying to balance guiding, you know, your children and keeping them safe and, and, and really trying to assist them and being able to make, you know, decisions that will enhance their lives, but you're also wanting them to, you know, have independence and, and have their own sense of self and grow in, into, you know, who they are uh, choosing to be, which is very unique and different than you or anyone else on the planet. Otherwise, they wouldn't be here, right? So it's really important for not just parents but also friends is what I'm learning to allow people to be where they are, you know, allow them to be where they are, be what they are, express it the way that they see fit and the way that they, that their level of choosing is at, you know, choosing to experience life. And I know for me, I had a huge breakthrough about that really recently because what I've been struggling with is this balance between wanting to stay in my own energy and wanting to stay in peace and, and joy and happiness and, in, you know, and, and stay on fire about the things that I'm doing and projects that I'm working on and, you know, continuing to attract, um, you know, good energy into my life and, and emitting good energy or positive energy. And so, you know, for people that are maybe haven't made that conscious choice yet to be at peace or to be creative or to be who, you know, who they have discovered themselves to be and not with society or their parents or a job or, you know, the title of being whatever you're identifying as um, has constricted us to be, but choosing that powerfully and and it's been a struggle um, for a lot of people who are trying to adapt to these new ways of being, you know, whereas before where you have religion and government that we completely gave our power away over to was telling us who we were, you know, it was almost like we became robots, and then slowly we're we're waking up individually and collectively, um, and realizing that we're a lot more than that. And for some people that you know are still kind of in that cycle or cyclical pattern of being asleep and 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 being in a robotic state, we're trying to get out of it, but not really knowing which way to go because you know this is new for all of us, right? Um, you know, there's a lot of that energy or a lot of what's coming up can be, you know, a kind of a negative or dark um, energy to be around and, and not in some sort of like an evil type of a way, dark meaning ignorant of the light that you are, right, or, um, you know, just being ignorant of the power that you are or that you have. And so, you know, a lot of times for people that are on this path of waking up, it can be draining um, to be around friends or family, to be quite honest. I only have 30 minutes, so I don't want to sugarcoat too much. I just want to, um, for lack of better words, just get directly to what, what I'm trying to say and just know that I'm coming from, you know, a place of uh, of love. But, you know, it, it was tough, you know, really 
letting go of a lot of people that have passed away, as I've said, and also people that are living that you're having to say goodbye to because you're no longer resonating with them and staying out of judgment, you know, for it. You know, your your initial ego, egotistical response is to make them wrong, you know, or to make yourself right, you know, to say, well, why, didn't, why aren't you just choosing this path of joy? It's so easy. Why wouldn't you do that? You know, why don't you just, you know, meditate? You know, you can get out of that and then almost belittling their experience that they're going through or where they're choosing to be. And, you know, what I've said on this show before is that everybody has their place. We all have our pieces to this puzzle of awakening, of of collective consciousness and conscious choosing. So people, all, we all have our, our place. So some people may choose to be in a leadership role where, you know, you're almost like a guinea pig and you, you jump out in the forefront of your family or your friends or your coworkers and you're kind of that person that at first everybody thought was weird or, you know, you're, you're a conspiracy theorist or, you know, you're, you're earthy or you're a hippie, whatever, you know, identity they wanted to impose on you. Um, but you, you went out there first and maybe you've been doing this for many years and you've probably lost, you know, some friendships in between because people weren't really kind of getting you at the at the time and now people are kind of realizing, wow, you know, we, you're onto something with this whole peace thing and you're onto something with, you know, the way that you are proacting in life instead of reacting in life. And so they're starting to, you know, you're starting to attract some of those people again, you know, that are ready to awaken or who, who are ready to consciously choose peace or consciously choose creativity or, or joy or kindness or compassion, those things that, you know, make you feel good, that raise your vibration. And for some, they don't know how to choose yet. They don't know that there is a choice. And so you may feel drained when you're around them because they're still operating on a lower level of density, you know, of, of energy that's, that's operating without um, recognizing the light or the power that they are. So their their energy feels dark and heavy, right? And so for me... You know, I just almost run away from them at times, like, oh, cooties, you know what I mean, just to be honest. Like, I've I've been like, I can't, you know, allow myself. I feel like I have a, a purpose here, and I feel like I want to, you know, reach, you know, more than just one or two people. I want to really affect change on the entire planet, so I can't allow my energy to be drained with just this one person or conversation. And so, you know, I've really been asking, you know, for guidance, like, how do I balance, you know, Boundaries, like setting strong boundaries, which has been one of my life lessons, and being able to to say no when I feel like saying no, and also you know being loving and compassionate, and and being you know a leader um, that can assist in you know helping to choose conscious uh, to to consciously choose a life that is worth living. Um, and so what I got really was that everybody has their place. Everybody's playing a role. Um, and they're, they're, you know, whether that role looks like yours or not, um, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's any lesser than yours. It's just that some people are witnesses to the leadership. They're, they're the people that are going to tell the story of of how the awakening occurred. And, and those people are there to witness um, those leaders take their places. And in order to have, you know, that, that, that sense of collective, uh, conscious choosing, you know, we have to have those people like we always have had in history step up as leaders, and we've had to have those people that will support those leaders. And all of those pieces are essential. All of those pieces are just as important and imperative to this whole process of conscious choosing and and awakening collectively and individually. So it's really understanding that, you know, we've been socialized to think that there's a hierarchy 
you know, and, and really kind of allowing that to to be released and to let it go and understanding that instead of going, you know, uh, let's say perpendicular or, or let's say up and down in a hierarchy, if, you, if you're going to look at a ruler and you, and you stick it, you know, uh, facing upward and we're all, you know, pretty much saying where we are in the scale and what we're valuing as being on the top of that ruler in this society has been wealth. Um, it's been maybe, um, you know, I don't know, certain races or educational uh, achievement, um, you know, whatever socioeconomic strata you're within. And then at the bottom, it's been kind of like the poor, the women, the, women, the underrepresented people, um, oppressed members of society. Um, and that's how we've looked at it. You know, it's, it's been very lame and, and, and really you know, very surface level because, you know, we didn't have the tools to look beyond that because we've been relegated to robots, right? If we're saying we're just an identity and we're nothing beyond that, you know, we cannot connect to what is unseen, then of course you're going to create a hierarchy based on that. You know, it's going to be based on how you, what you identify as. But if we move and we consciously choose to live from a place of power, of divine connection, then we are now going to place that ruler in a way that is going from east to west, right? And so that that is now opening up. You know, if you have your hands and you're and you're and you're putting them in the place of the ruler, it's just going up and down, right, north and south. Then that hierarchy, something has to be at the top and something has to be at the bottom. But if you widen it, it's going east to west, and it encompasses the entire planet now. It encompasses everything in between, and there is no hierarchy. There is no up and down. There is no right or wrong. It's just all encompassing, and it's recognizing that everybody plays their part. And we can consciously choose to recognize this. And for me, it feels so much better to know that I can recognize my response to being in certain energies. And I can know, like, whether it's a movie that's making me feel stressed out or or a reality show or something on the news for a lot of people. Um, It could be in social media. It could be a conversation with a family member or spouse. It's okay to recognize that this feeling that is coming from this association or this conversation is not um, lighthearted. It's not something that is elevating me. Um, It's okay to remove myself from the situation to regroup, to recharge my battery. And when I feel that I can come back to it from a place of love, from a place of conscious choosing to be with that person or within that situation, then I'm powerfully choosing to engage from a place of compassion and love rather than being reactive to the situation, um, which just is almost like a chemical thing, right? We're we're starting to really um, spread our, our wings consciously and we're beginning to use those spiritual tools that we've been, you know, obtaining from just being in silence and meditating, and now we're able to bring them into the physical world, physical world conversations and interactions with people, and we're able to raise the vibrational frequency in any given conversation because we're using those tools and we're acting from a place of conscious choosing instead of a place of physical reaction or chemical reaction. Um, so this, these are new tools that are that are they're ancient tools, of course, but they're they're tools that we're all collectively beginning to to use and utilize, and they're there for us to be able to wake up from this coma, so that we are no longer kind of robotic consumers, and we're actually participating consciously in the world and with one another. So again, conscious choosing. So throughout life, 
it's imperative that we keep choosing our path along this journey. So as we go deeper into our journey of uncovering who we are, uh, we call forth experiences that will ignite growth within us. So it's important that we continue to say yes in every moment to growth, yes to abundance, yes to you know whatever aspect of ourselves we're currently mastering the manifestation of in this physical world. So for me, you know, we can say, you know, at the age of however, you know, young I was that I realized, you know, it's okay that I don't fit into these boxes. It's okay that none of these religions resonate with me truthfully in my heart. You know, it's okay that I don't, you know, create some facade just to fit in with my extended family, you know, that believes that or with, you know, my particular culture um, that I look like I, you know, uh, identify with uh, physically. Um, it's okay. You know, it's okay to, to, to go inward and to not lose that because that, that inward feeling and connection and truth within me truly is my connection to the divine. And it's, it, it has nothing to do with the outside world really at all. Um, the, the outside world should be a reflection of our inner growth, not the other way around. And that's, that's how we know that, you know, we have been in a robotic society because it has been the other way around. The outer world has been telling us who we are inwardly, and that can't be, Right. Um, again, the inner world is your connection to the divine and to source, to God, the universe, whatever you want to call it. And so it's, again, did, you know, the universe, God, source, create man or did man create the universe? And that's how we know that we need to kind of flip the script because, you know, we, uh, um, in knowing uh, consciously that we are alive beings, we would, you know, uh, computerize a robot. Right, we would give them the orders. We would have to tell it what direction to take and what to do, right? Because we're the alive being. We're the ones that are allowing this, you know, this metallic um, construct that we've created to be of, of service for whatever it is that we need, right? So we're telling it what to do. It's not telling us what to do. Um, and so that's again, we need to go from our inner knowing and allow that to be reflected in our outer world. So we need to get back in touch with what, you know, truly source is and truly what love is. And you'll know because the world will start to look better for you. You know, judgment and all of that um, will cease to exist within your life. And then, therefore, it will be reflected in the outer. That Those are the things that you're going to be able to start attracting to yourself. So conscious, powerful choosing. No longer, you know, I'm choosing this because my culture says so or my religion says so or my sexuality says so. Um, we're, we're beginning to break free and we're, we're going to peter in whatever it is that we want. We're expressive beings. We're creative beings. So language also plays a vital role in conscious choosing and in choosing experiences that will enrich our lives, right? So the word yes is very powerful, has a high vibrational frequency, right? It's, it has a lot higher of a frequency than the word no. We've been living in a no society for a long time, right? No, you can only, you know, make so much money. No, you can only create, you know, so much in the physical world. Um, no, you know, just so many rules and so much structure. But yes, you know, the word yes, we, you know, what I've been practicing is saying yes to to any opportunity that, that arises that feels good and not allowing that fear factor to creep in. I've just been saying yes. And I've been feeling so powerful because of it and just attracting more things to say yes to in my life that are in alignment with my conscious choosing to be a creative being or to be loving, to be compassionate, to be spiritual, to be, you know, a leader, to be a writer, you know, whatever it is that I'm expressing. And it's going to be unique and different for you. But practice, you know, this whole tool of saying yes. 
Um, again, the word yes is very powerful, and it signals almost like a permission for the universe to work through you. So it's a trigger word that sends uh, signals, it sends uh, things into action and, and into motion in your life, right? The word yes. Again, if you're going on, even going on a trip, right? I did that recently. I, I did this impromptu, you know, out of the blue trip with a really good friend of mine. And I used to always say no because I'm thinking, okay, what's my budget? What's my, you know, do I have time off? And, you know, all these things that I take into consideration. But I, I remember sitting there and I said, no, wait a minute. You're saying yes. Just say yes. So before I checked the calendar, before I checked my account, anything, I just said, yeah, you know, why not? Um, and I went and I had, you know, a wonderful time. But, you know, the power that I took, you know, back into my life from saying yes, that, you know, my bank account doesn't tell me yes, um, you know, my, 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 you know, amount of PTO isn't going to tell me yes, I'm saying yes. Again, we're not metallic robots. We are living beings and we will go with whatever, you know, um, energy we see fit to express. And so we are giving that signal. Again, we're like cell phone towers. Awakened beings are like cell phone towers. We're receiving signals and we're emitting signals. We're, we're using our physical bodies as conduits. That's why we're constantly cleansing and clearing things out, especially those things that are that are on the darker side. Again, that dense energy, mm-hmm. that unforgivingness, and not scary type of energy, but just, you know, being unforgiving or being judgmental of ourselves or others, that that's the type of dark energy I'm talking about. Because darkness is just ignorance. It's where you you know, you have those blind spots. You turn on the light, now you can see. Right? So we're those conduits through which energy gets to flow and flourish and we get to then translate those signals to the people uh for the people around us in a certain radius as as high as our energy can vibrate. Right? And and we can do that without even speaking. You you know, those cell phone signals they're literally allowing you the ability to speak, but they're not speaking. You're doing the speaking, right? So what we're doing is we're actually just allowing ourselves to be those vessels because we're saying yes. Again, we're constantly saying yes. You know, what I realized through my whole awakening process is before, you know, you're taught that, you know, you have these avatars like Jesus or Buddha um, or Krishna um, that reached a certain level of enlightenment, and you think, okay, well, that's it. No, you know, what you'll uncover is that's only the beginning. What's after, you know, enlightenment? More enlightenment. What's after awakening? More awakening. What's after ascension? More ascension. You're just on another level of it. So you're calling forth different different types of challenges. Again, it's like, you know, a child that you're trying to teach mathematics. You give them the basics first, right, on one level. You tell them one plus one is two. But then as you start to graduate, as you start to be able to allow more information in as you start to become more wise and evolved in your thinking, now you're able to sit with integers and long division and multiplication and geometry and algebra. You don't you don't necessarily always start there, right? You start on the level that that person is at. And then once they graduate, what do they do? They don't stop graduating. They go on again. You know, they go on to, to you know, elementary school, and they're, they're going to go to middle school, junior high, high school, college, you know, then graduate uh, possibly. And then they're going to continue to self-learn. It's a different type of learning, right? Now they can continue on with the scholastic type of learning, or they can, you know, start to, to, to look at other types of teachings, inner teachings. You know, we're constantly here to learn. So don't ever allow someone to to make you feel like you're going to get to a certain level and that's it, 
right? No, you're you're an infinite being, and you're going to continue to grow and evolve, and that's how, that's what allows this whole notion of being omnipotent and omnipotent and uh, the ability to continue to exist. Um, we are made in the image and likeness, I believe, of this omnipotent energy, and so you're going to continue to grow through every lifetime and through every moment um, that you're living, you're growing, and you're expressing. So, again, you want to consciously choose yes in every moment. So don't think that, okay, so I, I chose the spiritual path five years ago, ten years ago. Um, so, yeah, the universe knows I'm on it, and that's great. No, it's going to continue to mirror back to you. Um, are you sure you still want to be on the staff? You know, are you sure you're still choosing this? Um, because now you've reached another level. So are you choosing this level now? Are you choosing to learn on this level? Are you choosing to learn to let go of judgment? Are you choosing to learn to let go of forgiveness? And even when you think you've mastered that, then there's another level of forgiveness. Then there's another level of releasing judgment. Then there's another level of creativity that you didn't know existed, right? It's like that teacher that just keeps on giving, and you're like, oh, my God, another homework assignment? How could You know, I thought we read the whole book. And they're like, okay, well, let's look at it from this perspective now. Let's look at it from the perspective of, um, you know, the the uh, the observer. Let's look at it as from the perspective of the writer. Let's, let's now research um, the information that they've researched. I mean, it's just, it could go on for forever. So, again, we want to constantly say yes. Constantly, when you wake up every morning, you know, keep saying yes to abundance on this day, yes to abundance in this moment, yes to creativity flowing through me, yes to me attracting my spouse in this moment, yes to me continuing to um, love my spouse, to love myself, yes to continuing to communicating effectively with family members. You know, constantly say yes, constantly say yes, constantly say thank you, constantly say that you are in gratitude, constantly, you know, just be in that, that state of, of lightheartedness of wonderment, and of conscious choosing. So I remember going to an intuitive many years ago. She was like a, she did a lot of group work. She was like an angel worker. She taught about ascended masters, past lives, um, guardian angels and such, everything like that. And before she would begin with the group, she always stressed the importance of giving permission to your guides, to the universe, to God, to work through you. Um, to show you whatever it was that you needed to learn, like whether it was in a dream state or a meditative state or you're doing uh, some past life work, it was always, she always stressed the importance of giving permission. And this is, again, where that yes word comes comes into play because you want to give permission for every level of depth that you're going through, for every level of creativity um, that you're obtaining, that you're expressing, through every level of compassion and service that you're giving, you want to continue to say yes. You want to be in that yes energy constantly. So every day you're powerfully and you're consciously choosing. You're saying yes. You're choosing yes. You're giving permission. You are not settling. This is not by default. You're powerfully choosing to engage in the world in in a particular way that only you know how. So you want to constantly give permission. Before you go to sleep, tell your highest self, you know, I give myself permission to remember my dreams, to uh, to get information, to get wisdom, to get guidance from my dreams. And I say yes to the information. I say yes to remembering and receiving it. And I say yes to using it in a way that is helpful for the entire planet. You know, constantly say yes. And you can say yes to very small things that you want. You know, yes to, you know, creating a great work day or a great work week. Yes to, to studying tonight. You know, whatever it is that you want to do. Yes to a meditation. Um, just constantly yes, to, you know, to a vacation like I did, an impromptu vacation. So constantly be in this yes energy. It's a high vibrational frequency word. Again, 
you know, be very strong in your language, be very aware of your language. It's very important. It's reinforcement with the words that you're speaking. It's not just, you know, even that you're speaking them. We've we've mastered that. We understand that. But it's also what you're thinking as well because the energy of those words are still within your existence even when you're thinking them. So you want to practice powerfully choosing your language as well and the words that you're using because with every word that you're using, you're giving some sort of a permission for that experience to come forth in your life, okay? So another tool for choosing our lives in every moment is the understanding that not every situation um, requires our thought, like I was just saying. So it doesn't require our thought. It doesn't require our analyzation of it or our reaction to it. We can simply observe it without any attachment to it, which is different than ignoring it, of course. So it's not like you're you're ignoring that these things are happening around you. You're again, you're powerfully, you're consciously choosing to be a conduit through which the the powerful energy can come through and be present in the face of it. Right? That you can be in the world but not of the world. This is where all those things that you've heard they're now coming into play. This is all for real now. It's game time. We're in. We're in the game. We're no longer on the bench. We're no longer practicing again. We're not here to study forever. We're, we're here to demonstrate. We're not here to, you know, read the Bible or any um, book forever without jumping into the game and really demonstrating what it is we're learning. And not through judgment and all these condemnations that, you know, that you're literally creating some sort of counteraction for it because it's contradicting what it is you're, you're, you're studying. We want to go, everybody that's studying, no matter what, you stop and know it for yourself. Um, so our constant analysis of situations that have passed keep us from living in the present. So our unattachment or our unattached observation allows for insights to occur through witnessing rather than reacting. So it's another powerful tool that we can use is, you know, really, you know, powerfully choose what we're thinking. You know, we don't have to, to think thoughts out of default. We don't have to analyze everything constantly. We don't have to keep talking about them with our friends. That's, you know, I'm, I can do that a lot even. It's just because I'm trying to you know, use your logical mind sometimes. You go back to, you know, that reactionary chemical reaction and you and that impulse to use your logical mind. And really you can feel into things. So just, you know, just allow those things to fall to the wayside that don't require your attention. What requires your attention are these spiritual tools and consciously choosing instead of reacting. Anyway, this half hour went so quickly, but thank you so much for listening to the show. We'll be back on. I think we'll probably do a part two to this because I don't feel done, but thank you for listening to Ascended Radio where we are authentically becoming our divine selves. Consciously choose, everyone. Have a great week. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.